If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kid subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in cancel subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life, which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning. Two killers are more dangerous than one. On January 16th, 2012, a man on parole took his own life and left his partner in crime to deal with the fallout. Two men who may have taken the lives of up to 72 individuals. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, Sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Lauren Herzog and Wesley Shermantine were childhood friends from Linden, California, who are known throughout the small town as troubled methamphetamine users. They were also two men who, in 1999, were arrested for murder. Men who, if the claims are correct, may have been responsible for the deaths of a staggering 72 individuals and were known as the Speed Freak Killers. Their story came to a stunning head when, on November 14, 1998, they were seen with 25-year-old Cindy Vanderheiden, the daughter of the owner of the bar called the Linden Inn, a place where Lauren and Wesley were regulars. The young girl was seen for the very last time leaving with both men and was never heard from ever again. As the San Joaquin Sheriff's Department worked to try and find the missing girl, Wesley's car was repossessed and investigated by forensics. Finding blood inside, Cindy's blood, investigators shifted all of their focus on the men who were last seen with their victim and began questioning Lauren Herzog. While there, Lauren willingly told investigators not just about Cindy Vanderheiden, 
but about a Utah hunter killed back in 1994 and a man named Henry Howell, who he claimed his buddy shot and left in a car along Highway 88 in Alpine County with his teeth and head bashed in. Lauren went on to take responsibility for the murder of a woman named Robin Armtrout and provided details about how Wesley killed the 24-year-old. There was also 16-year-old Chevelle Chevy Wheeler, who went missing on October 7, 1985, after being dropped off in front of Franklin High School in Stockton, California. Once her mother drove off, Chevy decided to cut glass and, according to Lauren, meet up with the two men in the nearby woods to get some drugs. She was reported missing, but the case went cold. That was until 13 years later, when Cindy Vanderheiden went missing and Lauren Herzog was brought in for questioning. According to his story, Lauren was in the car when Wesley killed Cindy, but he did not actively participate in this murder or in the others. Given all that was revealed, the Speed Freak Killers, nicknamed such due to their drug abuse, were arrested and charged with several accounts of murder in March of 1999. In 2001, a jury found Wesley Shermantine guilty of Cindy Vanderheiden's murder, Chevelle Wheeler's, and that of Howard King and Paul Cavanaugh, both of whom were shot in their car in 1984. He was sentenced to death and sent to San Quentin State Prison. As for Lauren Herzog, he was charged with the murders of Cindy Vanderheiden, Henry Howell, Paul Cavanaugh, Howard King, and Roberta Robin Armtrout. He was found guilty of all but Henry and Robin's murder, as well as a lesser charge of accessory to murder, and was given a 78-year sentence. Then, in August of 2004, the appeals court ruled that three of Lauren's four confessions were coerced, and a retrial for Cindy's murder was ordered, but never actually took place. That's because Lauren Herzog agreed to plead guilty to voluntary manslaughter and furnishing amphetamines, as well as being an accessory to the murders of Paul, Howard, and Henry, and had his sentence reduced to 14 years with credit for time served. Given this new sentence, he was slated for parole in 2010. The public, when the news was revealed, flew into an absolute frenzy and became extremely vocal about their opposition, especially the families of the victims. Because every California county refused to take him following his parole, the California Department of Corrections was forced to place him in a trailer stationed just outside the High Desert State Prison in September of 2010. Then, just two years later, a bounty hunter, Leonard Padilla, informed both Lauren and Wesley that he intended on telling police about a certain well and other locations where victims could be found. Promising Wesley $30,000 for information, one half of the speed freak killers drew a map to a well in Linden. Whether because of his parole predicament, Wesley's map, or the potential of more victims being found, on January 16, 2012, Lauren Herzog took his own life inside of his trailer. After years of confessions, finger-pointing, and fruitless searches for bodies, and a February 2010 letter to Wesley's sister identifying the locations of a number of victims, in February of 2012, based on Leonard Padilla's work, Authorities managed to recover more than 1,000 human bone fragments and a decayed fetus. 
After sending the fragments to the California Department of Justice for DNA profiling, in March, they asked for the FBI's evidence recovery team to assist with the investigation, and later that month, they announced that they were able to identify two of the victims found in the well, Kimberly Ann Billy and Joanne Hobson, who disappeared in 1984 and 1985. Two more burial sites were found in Calaveras County with remains that belonged to Chevelle Wheeler and Cindy Vanderheiden. And in September of 2012, Wesley was briefly released from prison to help lead authorities to more abandoned wells where he claimed even more bodies could be found. Shortly after, Wesley declined to speak further to authorities. And on February 22, 2013, the FBI announced that its search for victims based on his information had ended. California investigators believe the speed freight killers likely claimed 20 victims during the course of their crime spree, with some sources claiming that there may be as many as 72. Men and women who were chosen at random and killed for nothing other than fun and sport. People who were hunted like animals, and in the case of many of the females, were raped before being stabbed to death with a knife. Since 2012, several of the victim's family members and elected officials have alleged that the San Joaquin County Sheriff's Office, despite finding all the remains that they were able to locate, interfered with and deliberately hampered the continued search for additional victims. Wesley has, over the years, written many letters in which he claims to not only know the location of his and Lauren's victims, but the locations of a number of other victims killed by other death row inmates. Many claim that law enforcement may have actually deleted the missing persons records relating to the speed freak killers and used a backhoe to hide evidence at the first burial site, knowing it could cause damage to what was buried below the surface. Enough rumblings were heard that in 2018, the investigation into Wesley Shermantine and Lauren Herzog was reopened. And since then, over a thousand more human remains have been found. Additionally, the mishandling of the case has been sent up to the federal courts, while other investigators work to identify the remains that they do have. Wesley Shermantine remains on death row. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to what terrible thing happened on January 17th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.